You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast for today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And tonight we have another amazing actress on the show. Um, I don't even know how to characterize, because we're running out of adjectives for awesomeness when it comes to the actresses on Outsiders. We really are. Um, how about just awe-inspiring? We have the amazing Lori <laughs> Clashter on here. Lori, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're good now. Yeah, fantastic now. Good. <laughs> uh, Lori, again, thank you so much for giving us some of your time tonight, um, you know, to talk about oh, the show and your career and everything. It means the world to us and our listeners. Um, we have just created a kind of a cult following for outsiders, you know, and it's just, it's been a real, real blessing for us. And like I was telling you before we even potted, the best paycheck we've ever had is just you know, listening to fans and getting to meet these amazing people amongst these amazing shows, and you're one of those people. Oh, thank you. I feel the same way, too, the people I've gotten to meet, and uh, including fans and fellow actors, and it's just, it's been a great ride, and I hope it continues. Absolutely. We're, we're waiting on that announcement for season three any day now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we just <laughs> we keep hitting refresh are. and refresh on all of our yeah. searches and everything. <laughs> yeah. And but with the I way know, the show's right? going... I don't see okay. any way that it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it's it seems to be getting better and better and better and better. So it's gotta it's gotta happen anytime now. Yeah, yeah. So tell us how did how did we end up in the Outsiders? Tell us your journey into this amazing show. Oh my goodness! So I'm uh, one of the few local actors that has uh, been you know part of the, both the seasons and a pretty consistent way mm-hmm. and uh i think it's because emily's a really functional character you know she she really helps to uh kind of define the culture on the mountain and uh so she was that that's an understatement, understatement. yes yo <laughs> thank you i mean you have so, one of the most yeah, fascinating I mean, I characters had, I, I live in pittsburgh um I'm primarily a stage actor. Uh, I lived in New York in the 80s, and I did some soap operas then and a little bit of PBS stuff. But, um, you know, mostly I've just loved theater and uh, felt really fortunate when we moved here, moved back to Pittsburgh, uh, that there were so many professional theater companies. And, uh, you know, there's not a lot of opportunity to do TV here. It's not something that was really on my radar, but Pittsburgh has been getting more films and more TV. And uh, when my agents told me about this show, I just had, I really had sort of goosebumps. I had a really funny feeling and good feeling about it. Um, so they told me, you know, sort of the premise of the show, which I thought was really fascinating. And they said there are going to be three speaking elders. Um, two women and a man, and I thought, well, that's cool. And the fact that they, you know, came here and we sort of intersected. When I am an older actress, I happen to have long hair that wasn't dyed. Time but out! Time like, out! Time out! Time out! You said yeah. older. I think Cash and I were guessing somewhere in the neighborhood of about twenty-nine, based on film. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Oh, okay. I just, I I just, just I just turned 60. Just sure. I was I was 58 when when I auditioned for this, and my agents were giving me a tough time for having this uh, uh, salt and pepper hair that's kind of long and hippie like, and not being very commercial. You don't and look I a shade over 35. That's bullcrap. <laughs> 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 sweet. But I had said to them, I said, just send me up, you know, for older roles, like even way older roles. I don't care, you know. It's let's let's see how it 
now it flies. And then this this opportunity came up. So I thought I might have a, a better chance because there were two uh, female elders. But it turned out after the dust settled and I got the the job that they they made me the only speaking elder. And you know when I auditioned for it, they were saying it might be a recurring role. And it became clear kind of early on that you know she's she's in the mix. She's valuable. And yes, there's no doubt. No, I mean you have one of the most fascinating you. characters on the show, in our yeah, opinion. I mean, I got to be straight with you, girl. I'm gonna get right to one of the questions I've got to know. Where Great. on earth, or how long, or what was it? This whole situation of this language you're talking. What was the? This blows us away. It really does. Uh, when you start the, okay, the old tongue. So, uh, yeah. So the the story is it's 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 called old tongue. It's a uh, you know it's their ancient language. It's definitely related to Celtic. Um, it's not strictly Celtic, but but I know that there are words in there. Um, and so it's a language that they've uh, you know come up with uh, that they use in the ceremonies and. And, and everyday speech, too, like the Ged Ged Ya and all mm-hmm. of that. But What kind of prep um, went into that? Well, okay, so it's scripted. You know, it's, not, it's nothing that I'm making up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you didn't, um, you didn't have to learn a language and then recite No, 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 I'm learning it as well. <laughs> oh, so damn. I was like, man, she didn't start talking to us in tongues. Jerry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I'm telling you the truth? No, I know the entire language. <laughs> I know it in my soul. No, I, I love speaking the old tongue. It's really one of my favorite things to do, but... Um, yeah, sometimes well, it comes it out. more. I'm not lie to oh, you. thanks. Are thanks. there any like trickier words or anything that you get caught up on? Um, yeah, the, the, some of the, certain ceremonies I've enjoyed more than others for that. Oh gosh, there was one where I said "Wailug Fai Gadaiden." I thought, oh, that's bless you. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I loved like the Brunlag Brunai Rashiyan Clan. I'm so wild, Mirlagun Brennan. And I get to say that more than once. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm blowing fuses over here. I can't handle all that. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. And then, so, okay, so another part of my preparation or my decision-making around it uh, is, do I speak old tongue with a Kentucky dialect? Because that would have been, that could have been an option. But I thought, no, if anyone's going to speak it, you know, like really beautifully, it's going to be Emily. She's going to know it old school style but i love it sometimes when we have big ceremonies and people are repeating back stuff that sometimes they'll they'll have like a, a kentucky dialect which i think is really cool wow i just never even thought about that that's just another whole layer there you know? <laughs> i mean it really it's is fun. it's fun and it's also just mind-blowing to to have these big ceremonies and these beautiful locations and these beautiful people you know the the background folks who I mean, they're, they're real characters, but they don't speak, mm-hmm. you know. But they're they're amazing. They're so committed to this show and and to these long days and to their characters and to each other. So it it just makes it a real pleasure and really easy to you know to perform these ceremonies that are uh, you know being a conduit between the mountain and and the people. It's just it's inspiring it's really fun to do yeah everybody we've ever spoke to said that everybody out there is just like a big family that everybody's encouraging each other and everybody has a good time and there's no like 
There's no social hierarchy of you don't talk to this person because you're not on their level or anything like that. Everybody oh, sees you no, really, no, really, no, really, no, really. Not at all. As a matter of fact, I think I'm, I'm really impressed, you know, looking at the, you know, the stars of the show, you know, interacting with people. Obviously, you know, people need their space sometimes just to do their work. Yeah. But everyone's sensitive to that, too. But no, it's, there's no kind of snobbishness or weirdness. <laughs> and it's one of the things that I think might be unique on the show. It's not like I've got so much experience with television, but I've... I haven't particularly wanted to pursue it because it just strikes me as, you know, high pressure in a particular way and full of hierarchies and just kind of in that regard. But the show, you know, we're on location, we're in the woods, um, and there's there's nothing that feels like Hollywood in an icky way, you know? Yeah. I mean, I admire people that that can do that whole Hollywood thing, but, but that's not the vibe in you know in the work well, I'm a, it translates so well on the film because you can just it you, feels natural like, it, does, I mean, exactly. it feels like we're almost watching it, it people it feels authentic it really does almost documentary without being but with a good drama you know what I mean not like you know ooh look at the emotional water trickle as the ants crawl by <laughs> you know what I mean it's <laughs> I mean it's not, not a documentary completely, but that was an awesome statement <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, it's it's really good stuff. What another awesome. thing about the show that we just absolutely love is is that, like you said several times, is that your show has unraveled so many layers. And I mean, like when we, yeah. write, when, we when we write notes on a show, you know, typically I can write notes anywhere in less less than anywhere between fifteen to twenty five lines of short shorthand notes of different scene changes to give me reminders of what's going on in the scene. When we yeah. do Outsiders, it's over double that. Yeah, I mean, it's pages. Whoa. It's just because you think about how many times you change to a different set of actors in a series over a show, over one episode. I mean, you'll, I mean, like you go to Thomas, you know, I'm, you know, we call him Stash, you know. Yeah, I love that. You know, love that. I mean, have you seen that mm-hmm. thing? It, it, it has its own personality. I mean, when he's on that oh, date yeah. scene, he, that thing's moving and talking oh, when he's man. not talking. That's the only thing <laughs> to say that. You know, Isn't he I, remarkable? Look, there's, a oh reason, there's a reason that fine woman likes this dude. She was now staring at that stash the entire time. But anyway, <laughs> um, the reality of it is, is that you think about it, if you go to cut scene to his character, I mean, he, I think it's seven different times they cut to, his, to him as a character. And he's scene. in a different location every time. In a single episode. Wow. I mean, so if you think about that. I haven't thought of that, but, I, but the crews have talked about this, and it's apparent to me, it is like shooting at least two separate shows. It because is. I mean. Except when Stash comes up on the, you know, mountain or something, or poor Brees. What a nice guy oh, that yeah. actor was. I was so sad. I meet him, and, you know, he's being Bang. killed in <laughs> wedding scene. Oh, it's horrifying. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're really separate shows almost and yet um we know that we relate to each other and i think all of us are are fans of the show so um plus we read the scripts too but um i'm still surprised you know even (laughs) though i've read them when i see it you know it might be edited a little differently or it was shot many many months ago and it's like oh i thought that might be in another episode because we should we shoot two episodes at a time i don't know if Anyone's talked about that or not? But not really. That's no. even interesting. I don't know. But, I, mean, I but, think that kind but, of makes sense with how directors are. I think it's always back to back. Is it with the same director gets two episodes? 
Yeah, yeah, and and it's a way to, um, you know, make good use of uh, of locations. Yeah, that's um, a it's a cost effective uh, method. Yeah, sure. exactly. I mean, there's no doubt. Uh, exactly. No doubt at all. Well, let me ask you: Are are we yeah. gonna? You know, the way you spell Emily is very unique. You know, um, you know, it has it with like a L Y E at the end of it. And I so mean, it's on. like E every other letter. Yeah, and are we gonna see? even more Emily as the season progresses in season two? Um, I'd say it's similar to what it, to what it's been, but season two has been a much bigger, uh, role season for me than, yeah, than season one. Although I was, I was, it's actually paced out really great for me. You know, I just feel like I kind of got my bearings, you know, mm-hmm. especially right. sort of, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I've been acting all my life, so like I know how to act. But on television, it's the it's a little different, you know. And so right. it's been good for me to to kind of see how people manage their time to get a little better sense of cameras and all of that. And uh, you know, I just feel so grateful that they they've liked what I was up to. And so in season two, they kind of expanded what I was doing. And and I feel like Emily went from being more of a uh, public person, you know, mm-hmm. the, the person that's always doing the ceremonies. In season two, I definitely have had more to do with like sort of private scenes, like with Gwen. Yes, and, yeah, we and, were... and loved working with Big. Holy smoke! Just Everybody says that. Everybody Big. says that he's all like just he takes oh, the oxygen out of the room when the guy's working with you. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's he's such a generous actor, and he's so prepared, and he's so. Uh, formidable, you know. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Between really, him and really, Ryan really Hurst, it's got to be like you're always looking <laughs> up, you know. Oh my gosh, these guys are huge. Looking up at mountains. And, and yeah. Ryan, I got to um, do the ceremony with Ryan too, which was really sweet. Putting the the little welcome home stuff on his forehead and yeah, but it's like he's just gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all doing yoga in our off time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we've heard, well, yeah, we've no, heard we, we've heard instructor. Yeah, I, I brought that up because I listened to your <laughs> podcast with. Oh, uh, you busting this out like that? Yeah, I like that. no, I like that. Listen, nice. it's we do do yoga to be able to climb up and down those steep hillsides and kneel in the. I'll tell you, it gets rough on the mountain. I believe it. it. This is not a, exactly a complaint because I actually I love it. I love that we're out of doors and all of that. But man. You know, some of these days, you're 14 hours on the set, and even the young people, like the crew people, are going, are your feet hurting? <laughs> yes. So, I don't know if you know much about this or anything, but with the mysticism and everything, but do you know anything about the wolves? Like, have they told you, or anything like that? Um, no. That you I mean, can tell us? Like, if you can't no tell like, us. Me, I, I have my own thoughts about it. I remember from... Uh, the very first episode that there was a whole business about the three that visited Asa when he was going to, he was thinking of killing himself, right? And mm-hmm. he follows them up the hill. So they're, you know, whether they are, I mean, I think they're real wolves since they tore them apart, but that there's all, there's a definitely a spiritual connection to the mountain and, and to the clan. And, and I just presume that they, like all of us, in a way, um, work on the behest of the mountain. 
that the mountain controls a lot of this. Yeah. Have you heard the popular fan theory of that they're old uh, Brennan? Yeah. Like yeah. You know, so we're just we're kind of curious because we want you we want to be able to um, we're hoping the season two kind of gives us more information about them because they've shown them sparsely. In key moments. Very key moments. And like you know, we're zooming in on them and they're getting good screen time when they are there. We right. just don't know and why. You, you being the second most knowledgeable person of mysticism based on the show because Lady Ray was number one and yeah. is no longer with us. Um, right. You're, you're number two now. Uh, we were just kind of curious if that's something that the show explores with your character or something you explain. So that's why we were kind of we oh, angling a little bit. No, I don't 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 have anything to, to share with you on that one. Now, that's oh. interesting though. You said that you said that Lady so you thought that Lady Ray was the first beyond being the Brennan, that she was like the main spiritual. Yes. I would think she would leader. have the most knowledge is what I'm getting ah, at. Ah, I see what you mean. You know, like, because okay. the show is referenced several times about, like, Big talked about how his mama used to explain about how there's these old tales of the Kenna and how there's these, this, yes, and the mountain yes, was yes. this. And so you, they give you a lot of references that she had a lot of knowledge in what the mountain and the prophecies and everything like that. And since her character has been removed, you know, we see you and you speak in the tongues and you, you, you know, you talk about things that are similar to prophecies and wh- how you have to do this. And, all, um, and you're the one that lays the law down of how, you know, the, of the oak. And yes. so we were, you know, based on what the show has presented, you would be the next most logical character who would know. The most about the mysticism yeah, and all the, the old past. So, so you want Emily then to be revealing more about, yes. about the three specifically about those wolves. Well, not even just that. Not just that, but like that was one of the hot topics is is because the show has never, like they've shown the wolves three or four times. Sometimes you Uh see a singular one, sometimes you see three, and so on. Even like Stash got visited by a wolf at one Mm -hmm. time. Yeah, oh yes. And so, well, but what do you, so what do you guys think it is? I mean, what, what do you... I'm with you. I think the wolves are your, are your, your trash collection. You know, your cleansing, you know, (laughs) I know that sounds generic, but I mean, like, they're there as either protectors or thing. they handle the dirty business that needs to be handled. Like, the mountain will heal people mm-hmm. and will yeah. hold spirits and do this, but it also will handle its business. And the wolves are your business handlers. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, to me, as you're saying this, it's just reminding me it's like nature in a way. In, in general, we always think of, you know, when you say, oh, nature, you think of something soft and beautiful and lovely, but it's there's always the destruction and, and rebirth. And so maybe they're like the, the destruction side. But they're also guides, too. Right? Right. Yes. I'm just... I'm just thinking with you. I'm, you know. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's what we want. You want me to have answers. I'm, I'm just trying to... We demand <laughs> answers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that's just kind of one of the examples. And so I, we want what we wish for out of your character, of course, is to yeah. be even more screen time. We think you kind of capture the mountain and what it is just by what your character portrays. Um, we really, oh, like, thank you. I I'm glad it, to hear that. Cause yeah. I, okay, I'm, I'm going to let you finish. Because okay. <laughs> we think like the three top characters who express what the mountain is, is you, yeah. okay, Shern and Crake. Those are our three top. Those mm-hmm. are the three that like, Great. 
are the ones that show you a dynamic of something that has been passed on, preserved, recommunicated, and wanted to be held on to. Great. Uh, I love that. And, yeah. and they're my buddies in life, too. I'm oh, so yeah. fond of we them. We love too. Mark and Tina. Oh, gosh. Oh, they're, good Lord. Yeah, they're, they're just fantastic people. Amazing. Um, you know, if there, if there was a giant humble pie, they're the big slices with you, let me tell you. <laughs> and um, so... That, that's the kind of stuff we want to show is, is that what I loved about season one is, is they gave us so much about the mountain. Mm-hmm. They introduced y'all's characters, and they made that the dynamic. Season two has been more about individual interactions with these characters. Uh-huh. Um, like you said, more you know, close-ups with individual characters, you know, small groups of two and three, not so much you just leading a whole group in a ceremony or anything like that. And we've really, really enjoyed that. I want them to continue to dive into that. I, I'm, well... I'm, I just thought of something. I'm not going to do, you know, because they'll fire me. But I think you might have your desire answered in some way. Okay. We'll take that. All righty then. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's what we love to hear. That's what we like to hear. You know, we understand. There's things you can't say and talk about. We totally get that. Um, Yeah. You know, um, but I know what you mean. I mean, I, I have this great desire too to, and, and I think you know you get a lot of it. But but the kind of bliss of the mountain, I, you know, that it, that it's not not that it has to get soft either. But um, one of the, I mean one of the reasons I think people are so fascinated with this off the grid group that's living in nature has to do with you know what is that like. You know, what can you imagine what that would be like? Well, you know, you know, not... The thing about the show, though, is is that, you know, you think of people off the grid, okay? And some of the people think of these, you, you hand make all your clothes and you hand make your own weapons. And stuff, but y'all are different. It's almost like it's a more realistic version because you live in a modern age and yet and you still have some modern amenities. Like you still you go get four-withers and... You go and get tools that are made by you, you know, generators, you know, you industrial people. I mean, you and y'all have T-shirts that have you know the Hard Rock Cafe on it. <laughs> I mean, there you know there's people you can tell where y'all have collected items where it's simpler to have those things, but there's also the mix of homemade items, mysticism. Right, but you know you mixing. see that in in indigenous people like in the Amazon jungle. You'll, you know, go to these remote areas and you'll find someone in, you know, a T-shirt, some random T-shirt that just oh, yeah. found its way there. Yeah, the 87 and I know Chicago Bears Super Bowl yeah, yeah. 2016 Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl champions. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but I also, you know, I kind of made the decision for Emily. I know that there are folks that, like, go down and do the runs and, and have, like, more contact mm-hmm. uh, with the town and, and all of that, and that they're... Uh, People who have, have less contact with it. I, you know, I think Emily is as far uh, into the woods as anyone could be. They had images early on. Um, uh, at the beginning of the season, they had, like, inspiration um, boards and reels and stuff that uh, some of the inspiration for, like, the town was, uh, I'm not sorry, for the mountain folks, was everything from hippie commune, biker group, gypsy, uh, druid. Can and totally see all that. Yes. <laughs> that, I was like, I want to be on the druid end of things. You know, <laughs> I want Emily to be as, like, 
removed from mo- the modern world mm-hmm. of anybody. Well, you, so you, that she can be really connected to the mountain. You, you know? have so achieved that. Like, you look and act the part, girlfriend. Let me tell you. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Now, I don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but, like, what's the role of the Elder Council? Because, like, there's a lot of confusion on how powerful you are, on, like, if you can override the Brennan. Like, is there any way you can help us with that? No, I don't think, I don't think she, I don't think they can override the the Brennan. I think the Brennan could, can override us. Okay. But the Brennan usually won't interfere with us. I think that there is, and see, this is one of the things about the show. It's like, depends who's Brennan, It right? really does. Mm. Right? <laughs> because I mean, Big was Big stepping was all just over. so, such a jerk to all of us. <laughs> Um, you know, saying, well, maybe we just won't listen to, you know, the elders. And it bit him. But then even he came around, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, so I think that there's enough, uh, there's a deep tradition and there's a deep respect for the elders. Um, when they hold the circles, for example, they will have, they usually have the final say. But, for example, when uh, they were deciding if uh, Big should be banished, Mm-hmm. And we said, okay, yeah, we, we'll take, that's a good idea. You should be banished. And then Gwen said, uh, I'm going to think about it. And then she decided not to. So she got the final say on that, right? True that. Very true. True yeah. that. So anyway, so I, what's it, so I guess the answer is I think they hold High a lot of power, but they, they are not the ultimate power. There you go. I, I, I like that. I like that. Well, uh, to talk a little bit more, you, you mentioned that you know you're more of the stage actor, and you know you've uh-huh. been doing this for a long time. Like that, is there any um, you know any other things that are going on right now that you're a part of besides the Outsiders that might you, listeners might be excited to hear or know about, or are uh, you kind of exclusive to do work on right now? What is it? The, well, what I'm working on right now is I don't know if they'd be excited or not, but um, I between season one and season two, I did. Um, I did a play. I've done a couple of original plays, which is something I really love doing, new material, which is great for television because it's always new material. But um, in this hiatus that we've had, you know, knock wood, it's hiatus, um, I've been working uh, on writing uh, a play with music. So a musical, I guess you'd call it. <laughs> that's, that's, where, that's where I'm putting my energies um, right now. That's what I'm up to. I hear you. I hear you. Good luck with that. Absolutely. Are you a musician in sorts, or are you just kind of winging that part of it? Um, I am not a musician in terms of like playing an instrument well, but my musical brain got turned on about a dozen years ago. I um, went through kind of a traumatic time, and uh, the good thing that came out of it was uh, was my musical brain got turned on. I started writing music, and um, I thought if I ever found a story that I was really interested in, because I've written short plays, and I'm I'm a decent writer, mm-hmm. but I've never uh, found a subject matter that I cared enough about to like try to write a full length play. And I I found my subject matter, so awesome. I'm doing it. So yeah, it's so cool. It's cool. You're, you're gonna make sure and let us know so we can pimp that out to the audience and listeners. Oh, as soon thank as you, you. As soon as you are ready to release, right? Thank you. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 Well, that, that, that is absolutely fantastic. Uh, Lori, I can't tell you how fantastic it has been to get to know you. And oh, Man, it is, it is such a pleasure, girl. I mean, thank you. the down-to-earth, 
just humble the just the family atmosphere it is a truly true blessing that y'all have all found each other and are making such an amazing product for people to enjoy and again you're, you're knocking it out of the park and we can't tell you how much we appreciate it and thank you for it and thank you and then really appreciate your promotion of the show and and you know you're just caring about it because we do yeah. So thanks. Y'all put so much love and passion into this. There's no way that we can't help spread that joy. Yeah, there's no doubt. Oh, thanks. There's thanks. no doubt. And it's funny you mentioned that is that we, uh, Cash and I, and of course I have we have a third guy, my brother, um, who does. He's not a part of Outsiders because he's an idiot. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'll say that nicely. You know, but I'm allowed to say that since I'm his brother. But <laughs> your brother, uh, of course. But you know, we feel like that the show has given you know so much and we've liked that so we've decided to get with some people on outsiders and we're going to kind of give back to some of the fans and um we have uh we're going to be doing a giveaway um very soon probably within the next four or five days unroll it um where we're going to give away some stuff that is current to the show that are just set pieces that are from the mountain mm-hmm. um places oh, fantastic you know uh we've been we've been lucky enough to meet up with um one of the head prop masters there and his family who is, you know, and they're going to be, they've given us, us out with a it. couple things. I'm not going to tell you exactly what they are, but I'm going to okay. tell you the one that he showed me pictures of and what they've already started sending us. Um, I'm borderline concerned yeah, canceling the that, that one might get lost in the mail. You know, and, we're not sure uh, if it's it might be, hang, it might be at the house, but anyway, um, <laughs> it is amazing. So I'm just, uh, we're pretty excited and we're going to, we're going to kind of unveil that towards the end of the week. Oh, you're getting some mountain magic. That's <laughs> yes. awesome. Yes, oh, yes, that's yes. So, great. And we're, gonna, and we're doing this conjunction with another group or two and some other people who are just big fans. And so we're, we're going to do some of that coming up. And so you'll be looking for it. And, uh, okay. And uh, we're just really excited, you know, try to do something a little give back, you know. Guys, y'all awesome. get so much. Um, okay. But, Lord, I can't thank you enough again for your time tonight. It has been a one, just another amazing interview, and I feel like uh, you know we we've, we've kind of just met, but I feel like we're friends already. And I thank you. really, really appreciate everything, and I hope that we can get you on the on the table for another interview for season three. Oh, we, absolutely! Sign me up. And so we'd love to get you know get you to talk about it again, and we'll talk about your character, and and. Uh, just can't wait, and we'd be happy to promote Great. any of your stuff you got coming down the pipe, and we're looking forward to it. That's really sweet. Thanks so much. No, thank you. And guys, this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And we're going to see y'all next week.